0: Off banter this week we're going to talk about something that we've been promising to talk about for ages which I feel like anyone who was horsey as a kid has grown up haven't they waiting for that like magical experience where you go to a gym in your jodhpurs and somebody happens to have the most incredible pony that doesn't have a rider and then you're going to meet like a, a man who's going to train you so obviously we're talking about Horsey books um, and horsey movies that we grew up on. But before we get down to that, we are going to talk about our news. So, Krista, what have you been up to? Uh not much, not much.
1: Um I have what have I done? Nothing. I, I, well, I can't even remember what day or time or anything it is now. I did I go on about Molly's first show the last day I was on? I can't remember. Yeah. Molly's Probably dressage is. Was that two? Oh, yeah, that must have been more than two weeks ago. Yeah, so Molly did her dressage and then she's had a bit of a break and she's just come back into work now. Um, she almost brought me off today because I thought I'd be very nice and it was very hot. Molly's really sharp and she, she likes to be comfortable. Um, so she has like a big thick pad under the saddle and a nice sheepskin line girth. And it was so hot today. I was like, oh, instead of using the big pad, we'll use the thin cotton pad. Uh, and we made it approximately 50 yards from from the stable yard and you know when you go to pat a horse and when you pat it instead of it being all happy about you patting it its neck goes like a stick and its ears go really close together and start twitching yeah and you're like oh uh-oh. uh yeah so there was she threw three broncs and then i was like whoa ah, whoa mm-hmm. and uh, luckily she stopped and i managed to get down went back to the yard put the other saddle pad on and then she was fine so molly has spoken so what Bear had to go, she, wear? she just so um, I use like a horse wear pad on her. Um, it's kind of like a poly pad, but it's um, it's just a bit. It's a bit longer and it's not as thick. But I ordered them for her just because I, I've seen what Molly can do, and I'm inclined to just keep everything soft and padded it, yeah. to prevent yeah. any uh, any excitement. Um, so yeah, so I went back up and put that on her, and then she was fine. She just was like, "Well, thanks for that. Thanks,
0: Molly has spoken." So. No, I'm only asking just because, because, sorry, um, because Manny has started to be really odd when I get on him. Okay. And just kind of randomly one day I happened to put a sheepskin, like lined saddlecloth, and he was really, he was good. And I thought, oh, it must have just been a fluke. And then he wore that for a few days and then that went in the wash and he wore a cotton pad and he did the exact same thing again, which... He's net but he's never cared yeah, about a what, part. I don't know. It's,
1: it's weird though, it's never like with KS it can they can be so fucking peculiar. Do you know what I mean? Like
0: it's mm-hmm. I find that with, with just it, oh, oh. <laughs> fucking dogs drinking. Honest to God. It's like Think it'd been in the desert. I know. <laughs> One dog had a drink and then the next dog had a drink, and now the third fucker's having a drink. And I'm just like <laughs> come the
1: fuck on <laughs> um yeah i said not know like it's i it's i think just they can be so peculiar can't they anyway that's that was good i took that as my daily win today i didn't get bronched off um and then bear i had i had planned to do a show with bear last monday but the friday before she had she had picked up a bang yeah um, she just she put took, took the top rail off the fence and um, I wasn't quite happy with it. I just sent a few pictures to the vet or whatever, and the vet had her up and scanned it and did a work, just trotted her up on it, and she was completely fine. But it just meant that then I kind of have backed off. And So, yeah, so it's, everything is, is good, but we just haven't done anything then. So we're going to dress out on Friday, which is, you know, thrillingly exciting. But You um, with Molly? Anyway, it's, it's... No, just bear. Mo- no, Molly can't go yet because of some... <laughs> We well, can't go yet. We have to sort out the, the transport, and that was the other thing that happened last week. We had a, the jeep crapped out on the way to a show, and I was, yeah, it's, it's. I'm just going through one of those phases at the minute where like everything I try to do craps out. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to not try anything for for a few minutes. I'm just going to just leave it there. So uh, no, Molly, I'll go Fourth uh, of July. Hopefully, she'll be on her first, we'll her next adventure, but we'll see. So yeah, no news at all. Um, managing to keep to keep going um to the child to an amusement park on sunday that was um yeah sort of chinese water torture but it was it was fine it was fine yeah he, he was great um it was just yeah i don't know i think with covid we're also used to like going nowhere and seeing no one
0: yeah
1: and then like we were submerged at the deep end in a theme park full of children and families and i was like whoa, jesus christ <laughs> so
0: this is totally um, off topic and stuff how do you like feel Because I was just talking about this to Ben the other day. Like, do you... Like, somebody held Seb's hand. You know how, like, people, like, kind of would always hold a baby's... Like, shake a baby's hand. And someone did that to Seb the other day. And I, like, was like, fuck, like straight away I wanted to like sanitize him completely from like head to foot and then I was like shit that is weird because I would be like the least germaphobe person do you know what I mean like I'll merrily like muck out a load of stinking stables and eat a sandwich you know like whatever like I'm not a germaphobe so it freaked me out that I was so freaked out
1: I think yeah I think some it's COVID is it's it, it it's a weird one isn't it um no one really sort of tends to go near Charlie because he's too old no they're more like oh no a seven-year-old is running at me it might be covered in I don't know paste or something sticky or a snot or something so he's um he's he's not too bad but yeah completely and even like like he and actually I had that thought a few times like even at, at the theme park that we were at like it was there were so many people there and like mm-hmm. everybody's clambering on and off rides and hanging off railings and stuff. And like, I, again, like you, I'm not a germaphobe at all. I've got like horses and again, a seven-year-old child and a, and a husband and, you know, you're kind of looking around you, and we've been so fucking paranoid for so long and really should still be, I think without scaremongering. And then like, as I said, you're looking at people and they're getting on off the rise and they're all like hanging off railings and they're touching this and touching that. and Like there was a um, hookah duck, even like that, and they were like handing the hookah duck stick round and under my head. I'm like, we should be sanitizing the hookah duck stick, but <laughs> but like they weren't. And I suppose it's like the restrictions have lifted enough that we don't have to sanitize our hookah duck stick, but I still feel like we should be taking you know care of ourselves and disinfecting and our, our hookah duck sticks. Yeah, 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 I do, I really do. So I don't know. I think it's for stick not, usage. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going to do hooker dock, you you want to do it better than that. I think, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, now it's just curious because I kind of thought, God, yeah, like a, an amusement park that would be like basically everyone licking railings and stuff. Yeah, it really was. It really was, but. <laughs>
1: it was quite nice then last week because we got to go yeah, so See, my focus now is on the child not the. <laughs> now we've got like a green light to go and do something I'm like I have done nothing with the child for a year and a half I should make it up to him in the next week yeah. I took him swimming last week and that was great because he loves he loves that so that was good um but yeah hopefully now I'll get get moving again with the horses um, and have some more interesting news next time yeah, have you had any more lessons or? No, I'm started doing some sports hypnotherapy. Um, I did that before, like quite a while ago, and I really liked it. So I started working with this other guy now. He does quite a few show jumpers and stuff, so that's that's really useful because it means that you know you don't have to explain all the lingo and all that kind of crap. Yeah. So um, he's been really really good. It's kind of it throws up so much weird stuff. You know what I mean? Like so it's quite it's quite it's good. It's thought provoking, quite cathartic, but I, I quite like it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of like talk therapy in any format. Um, uh, sports psychology, I've used it a lot over the years. Um, but this particular thing, kind of just, uh, the sports hypnotherapy so kind of suits me quite well. So I'm enjoying doing that. And then I have a friend of mine who is a centre 10 coach, same as myself. Um, and she won the coach of the year, actually, with centre 10 last year. And she's excellent and I got in touch with her last week and she was super she spent an hour and a half on the phone with me today just going through some stuff and straightening some stuff out so I like really really appreciated that so and I'm gonna kind of do a bit of that every week with her for the time being so I just kind of try to do what I can to um
0: sort of get back on track and keep moving forward and feel a bit better about things actually I wanted to ask you so on social media you've done that um, is it the Franklin ball thing Oh it's really good yeah. I'm super interested in that and um, I saw someone doing that like ages ago on social media and I messaged them and I couldn't find anyone that did that like near me but
1: um I now have somebody near me that does it but I haven't used them so I actually to be honest I was a bit of a YouTube tutorial job oh, really? um I've seen a post on social media with a girl yeah using them and I um because you know, i would broke my pelvis a couple of times and' it's, it's, it's just a bit chunky like so I had to kind of keep an eye on it and I was interested in all that kind of side of it. So I watched some of the videos online and I ordered myself some Franklin balls from I don't know Amazon or something. and they arrived and they're quite good like I can't do sitting chops so it doesn't matter but in walking canter they' quite they're really good and it's just like for me so like I always hack the horses to warm them up or whatever and I would sit, just put them under my seat bones. Like if anybody saw you, you'd look like a real widow. Like. So put them under the seat bones and just sort of just hack along. And um, then when you get down to the arena and you take them out, you can feel your seat bones so, so clearly. Like you can feel where they are and how much weight you're putting in and your, your seat feels more secure. And I know quite a lot of people use them under their um, like up to their upper arms as well to sort of open their shoulders and to make them more aware of what they're doing with their arms and their elbows to the horse's mouth through the contact and stuff like that. So it's definitely worth having a look at. I think I find them yeah. good anyway. I because, didn't like I said, even for me,
0: think to look on YouTube. Ah, uh, YouTube has it all. Yeah, I'm going to. So do I, I recommend them. Anyway. I think they're really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um. Well, I had. Uh, I think I frightened even Carla because I was like I've got to go to a show and I haven't jumped and I'm getting a little bit conscious of the fact that I have not jumped so but it's hard because like I do see a point that with the boys really stuff like Cavaletti is actually what they need um but then she forgets that like that's fine for her to just go to a show but for me I'm like having a nervous breakdown so anyway we did like some exercises with the boys um like panded sort of you know verticals going like horizontally across the arena okay cool to get him to push off his hind leg a little bit better and um and then she put I think it was like pole oxa pole so that I could come to something and, oh, my God, it went up to, it was, like, 85. And I got, like, I said to her, oh, I think I'm going to, I think I might feel a little bit sick. And she was, like, just come on <laughs> Yeah, this is me all the time. <laughs> I was, like, I think this is a bit, like, I have can't do this anymore. But then, like, when I was coming to the fence, I was fine. And then she put it up to, like, a meter. And I was, like, whew. I, honestly, if you would have asked me what height it was, I'd have been like, oh, a good, strong metre ten. And she said to me, like, well, that's, that's pretty much a metre. I was thinking, it is not. But, I mean, she was obviously right. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's crazy how my eye has totally changed. Um, but anyway, he was actually really, really good, and I was really happy with him. And Manny did this exercise um he did pole oxer, pole vertical pole um and worked on trying to get him to change his leg over the top of the fence so when he landed wrong he was made to like counter canter round and come back down it again and three times he was absolutely livid he went round and did it on the wrong leg and did it again on the wrong leg and made a life as really difficult as he could and then he kind of just went right okay fine changed his leg and he was like I suppose (laughs) it's just easier if we do it that way then that's fine um so he didn't need to jump big like he just jumped and did that exercise really small so basically what I'm saying is I have jumped I think five times and I'm very conscious that the show is like getting closer, and I do not feel ready in any way, shape, or form. C- can you defer? Not really. The stables are all booked and everything. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna have to go and just see how we go. I suppose the worst comes to worst, like I fall off. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be all right. You won't um, fall off. It is. It is what it is, isn't it? I suppose I just gotta try, but. Yeah, I definitely feel unprepared, and as much as anything else, like I'm fucking freaking out about the the amount of packing. Like, in the past, if (laughs) I forget things, like I feel like oh, it's a bit of a shit show if you forget things, but you can probably borrow it. But for like quite a new baby, like people aren't just going to have like, oh yes, I've got a sterilizer on hand that you can just borrow. (laughs) Like I'm going to be like. No, I'm no doubt going to forget something like really essential
1: and you won't you won't though you won't like you're a pro at it now you've done it enough times but it's just funny like we were saying there, like when you put up an oxer at like 85 centimetres and you're cantering down to it you're like Jesus Christ it's massive you see this is the life that I occupy all the time now because with Bear like we jumped the last lesson I had with Bear we jumped a good bit bigger than I've jumped on her before and she felt like a different whore. she was like oh yeah look at me I'm brilliant and I was like wow yay that's cool which was really good. It was good to do it in a lesson, you know, under supervision. Yeah. Um, and it was great that we got it done, but then you know, we just try jumping Molly and trying to sort of, you know, coerce Molly down to some cross poles and get her like, you know, happy with all of that. Mm. And cross poles start looking massive and then it's, you know, thinking I have to come and jump an 80 and an 80 looks like a 120 on a break, on you know, on a break or on a green four-year-old yeah. or whatever. So like, it just does depend on your perspective. But I think if at least if you're hacking down defenses on horses that are going to go and give it a go, you'll get over the hump very quickly. It's just, you know, confidence. A lot of the time for me, it comes from just doing it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to rip off the band-aid and make yourself do it.
0: That's all. Yeah. That's like, like, I think for me, it was, I was fine on Manny. Like I would have been fine, I think, jumping him. I think with Pancake, it's because it was like an, an exercise. And like I said last time, sometimes he can get there and if he thinks he's not quite got the measure of it or whatever because he's careful he'll stop and that yeah. is always for me the main like oh my god if they stop I'm gonna go there he and that'll be the end of it so I think I was a little bit like what if he did and because as well with him you have to sit so so still that if it's like yeah if it's going wrong you can't interfere as a rider you've still just got to sit and go okay this is your call do you want to go like long do you want to go short your decision because if you send him on one it freaks him so yeah
1: because he's careful yeah
0: yeah so like I think that was as I was like cantering down I was like oh my goodness <laughs> what's gonna happen when we get there but yeah he was a really good boy thank god I that's think what it like, is it's that moment isn't it mm.
1: it's that moment though isn't it where you're like what are you gonna do here yeah Like with Bear, like now I'm starting to get to the stage where, you know, you know, you're on undoing four years of absolute shit with another horse and, you know, I'm starting to get to the stage now where no matter what I wing her at, she's like, yep, game ball. And I'm starting to kind of lose that. that. What are you going to do in front of a fence? so in order to you know just keep it real and up my game I then go let's get out the four-year-old and give that a go and the four-year-old doesn't know what it's going to do because it doesn't actually know what it's going to do yeah so <laughs> but yeah look I know it's good you'll be fine like yes you'll be fine you'll be you'll you know it'll be great it'll be great and you'll get there and when you finish on the way home you'll be so happy that you
0: you're back back on track yeah I hope so if not yeah. I'll be emotionally traumatized and it'll be a really good wanker of the week
1: well I mean don't aim for that
0: but (laughs) but there's always that
1: there's Um, always
0: that I suppose so shall we move on to Horsey Books I've been so excited what is your ultimate all-time fave
1: my ultimate all-time favorite is a book called Foursquare by Lucinda Green um she actually gave me um a copy of it she's come over and she we had to come over to teach a few clinics in Ireland and what she gave me the a copy famous of thing the again I know no, she's 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 uh, you know obviously she's everybody who's ever well, thought about eventing you know she's a hero but she I love that book because it's about her her four top horses and her ethos the whole way through was never really to be a successful event rider her ethos in her career was to try and find the way to get the best out of every horse to learn as much as she could about each horse about their likes and what they work best with and what suited them best and then ride according to their needs to get the best out of them and obviously that was very successful and she's had an amazing still is still having an amazing career like she's been out venting this season she's just unbelievable like um but that resonated so strongly with me and so that's my favorite book
0: i've never even yeah it's a that phenomenal
1: book. book i recommend it I'm on, I'm definitely to read absolutely yeah it's brilliant it's really properly good like, but my my favorite book as a kid my first proper horsey book was that poxy sodding fucking jill a black <laughs> boy and it is everything is i blame everything on jill i blame literally everything on jill oh i mean like look at jill with black boy and his wool rug and the strange coincidence of a Man in a wheelchair who knew everything about horses appearing out of nowhere. Like, why was he randomly on a country lane somewhere and encountered Jill? And now we have a book. I'm like, where did that come from? Like, that's I wanted to be Jill. Um I've no, I'm not I've no offense against colored horses. I mean, I, I like I don't care what color horses if it does its job and it tries half. I'm just not the biggest fan of colored horses. Mm. Um, and so I blame, I think it's it's just residue from black boy. Basically, yeah, it's his fault, and it's Jill's fault that I wanted to
0: do horses. Yeah, I really, really love Jill. I didn't have all of the books though, and I feel now like I still would quite like to read them all. I want to know, I, I need to know like all of it. I had the one where um, she got that perfect pony. Did you read that one? And she pretended to be like another I can't girl. Remember.
1: I'm very old, Katie. <laughs>
0: I had that one. Um, but I loved, um, I, like, this literally just came to me today. And I was like, do you know what it is? At the minute, I cannot remember barely my own name, okay? The other day, I said to Ben, like, something about what time it was. I think I said it was 10 to 5, and he was like, it's nothing like that. And I was like, yes, it is. And then I realized that my watch was upside down. Um, <laughs> Like, this oh. is my... This is my life currently. And yet when we were going to talk about books, I was like, remember Mrs. Darcy's Hunter called Blue Smoke? Like, what is my life?
1: Well, well, yeah, again, and I've been obsessed with woolen rugs ever since too. So, you know, again, with what is my life. But what what was her other pony called? I can't really remember because it's very old. Like, I Um, never knew how to say it. Rapide. Rapide. Or rapid. Rapid? It couldn't have been Rapide. Sure, it's a far too pretentious. You can't have Martin, the trainer, Jill, and Black Boy, and then Rapide. Like, it doesn't fit in. Why wasn't he called Flash like every other Chestnut horse on the planet?
0: Mm.
1: Where did Rapide come from?
0: But then why did the do e come from? Typo? Maybe it was a typo. And then, like, she committed, and that was just it.
1: Yeah, I had to yeah. go for it then. Couldn't be ours going back through the rest of the book, taking the E off the end. Yeah. So it became repeat. It was meant to just be rapid because it was just probably a runaway or
0: something. What was Anne's, like, Anne had, like, a nice pony, didn't she? Like, a nice grey or something. I have no recollection of Anne. Oh, and there was the one as well. Do you remember where they ran the stables? And, like, (laughs) she got, like, a little roan pony or something. Was it called Ballerina? I think it was. Well, that's better than Rapide. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Ballerina. Uh, Oh, but, yeah, basically a snap. I just wanted, I wanted to be Jill. Like, it wasn't fair. I didn't have a pony. I didn't have a man in a wheelchair who was offering. He was called Martin, wasn't he? He was, yeah.
1: Yeah, Martin. Yeah, yeah. I've been weird with people called Martin all
0: my life. I think I blame him. Actually, Martin, do you know? It's just reminded me, it's completely her fault. This has just reminded me that once at a show, um, so I was like, my parents weren't horsey, so I would like go to just little local shows that you could hack to on my like ex riding school pony. And then I remember this pony who was really, really flashy, um, and had. All the like matchy nag rag stuff and all of this, and the little girl kept getting leveled mm-hmm. by this pony. And the mum said to me like, "You should ride it." And honestly, I remember thinking like, "This is it. Like this is this is it.
1: this is how how it happens. Yeah, this is how it works. Yeah."
0: But I never. Yeah, saw you just again. loiter. You read, read a few books. Yeah. Loiter and Bob's your uncle. Olympics. Yeah. My favourite, but actually, do you know, I didn't read it when I was a kid. I kind of, oh, my grander bought it for me when I was like a teenager. And I still was like, well, it's a horsey book. I'm going to read it. Was um, the Eventing Trilogy. Have you read that? I don't know. It's got these crazy sisters who run a hunting stable. If you haven't read it, you have to read it. It's so funny. Um, Completely unrealistic. I don't want to spoil it. Because it's such a good book. <laughs> but basically, they have this old hunt horse who turns out to be like the most incredible ex-dressage horse. Um, so it's it's really realistic. You know, often you find in a hunt stable, a knackered hunt stable, you find like an ex-Olympic dressage horse. Or was it an eventer? Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. All, all the time. 100%. Um,
1: Do you remember one with like siblings? So there was, was there a, a, a kid called Julian and he had a pony called Frosty and he had his sister Charlotte and she had a horse called Delight. I can't believe I'm remembering all of this. My brain, like it, my brain's like grinding in my head now. Um, they had another brother, I forget his name, but he had a horse called the Turk and it was appallingly badly behaved. And then there was wow. some other sibling as well. And they ended up being given like major training and boot camp by some army general, sergeant major, man, person who was probably loitering in a hedge
0: mm-hmm. with
1: Martin. <laughs> Do you have any recollection of that book? If any no. of the listeners know what that's called, can you let me know? Because I'd love to read it again, and I can't, I can't find out what it was. But I remember vividly reading it many times as a child.
0: No. But I did think you were talking about, for a second, the um, Pullen Thompson Pony Club books. I like mm, those. I don't think it was them. I'll tell you. And I read an- another book, but I've forgotten what it was called. I think, I don't know if I got it when I was in Australia, but um, it was like this show jumper. And the horse got bought by, like, this horrible family or something. And then the girl was riding it still, and then the girl who bought it was jealous and so she cut its mane really short and it was like a huge, huge disaster. Like right before this show drumming competition, its beautiful mane had been like cut.
1: I mean, what the fuck is that it about? It sounds like, like... A, one of mine with their tiny short manes. I love short manes. Like, oh yeah,
0: that's much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't cut them. I pull them, but I, I love a short mane, yeah. Oh so God, i hate I'd be it that. I'd be like, Oh, well. She'd be sabotaging the horse with her scissors and I'd be like, oh, brilliant, yeah, shorter, shorter.
0: <laughs> yeah, that saved me a job. <laughs> I mean, imagine, mind, if someone took scissors to the fringe, I would be devastated.
1: No, same with Rita. Rita is trying to be fringe, pink version junior, junior fringe, fringe junior, pink version. Pink
0: fringe.
1: Yeah, I'm like, no, pink fringe. She's going she's gonna to be the Robin to the fringes Batman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what about did you ever did you read Riders yes okay I've also
1: seen the film of Riders oh I haven't seen the DVD film yeah oh it's just epic it's the worst shittest most trashy but yet brilliant I mean sort of a bit like the book I suppose um DVD I have it somewhere I must try to find it if I can find it I'll send it over to you to watch you have to watch it oh it's quality viewing
0: oh I need to see it it it.
1: Rupert, so, Rupert did with his hedgehog skins on the poles and oh, the whole lot, yeah.
0: Who, who would be your, you wouldn't kick him out of bed?
1: In Riders? Yeah. Billy.
0: Yeah, definitely Billy. Really like, free. Billy was
1: just like, yeah, Billy. Oh, definitely Billy, yeah. He was kind of like, you know, sounded a bit, a bit, not not as berserk or as vile as Rupert. But do you know what I mean? He was kind of like, yeah, I liked Billy. Jake? I'm all for Jake because you know we're all living a bit of a Jake story, aren't we? Trying to you know yeah get it done. now. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know. It was all just a bit sort of I don't know. I wasn't about
0: yeah, him. I wasn't
1: no, me neither. I wasn't about Rupert either. Although I I I I loved I love the character of Rupert. Obviously, I love the character. Yeah. Of he's it's absolutely fantastic. But as a human being in real in real life, I'd be like, no thanks, Rupert. You're all right. But Billy, yeah, Billy was mine. I wanted, to, I wanted to, to know Billy. He was, he would have been
0: fine. I think. See, out of those, like, I'm ashamed to say it, and I couldn't morally. But I think I would always probably go for Rupert because Billy seemed too, like, second fiddle to him, and I, there was something about Jake. He was a bit too airy fairy. But I'll tell you who I did like. That American Dino. Is he the one that you want ended up with? The, the you know, fair. You know, your Finella, Yeah,
1: Fenella. Yeah. Didn't Fenella end up with him at the end? Yes. Was that
0: it? Yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I, I'll i have him.
1: He was very patient, wasn't he? Putting up with all of her Fenella tantrums.
0: Yeah, I didn't care for her. Like when she wore those no. jods with no knickers.
1: Britches. Yeah, shark skin breeches, and I have often, What well, I say often, I mean, I just have that brain. How would you make britches out of shark skin, anything? And why the fuck would you? It was that like the nineteen eighties version of latex. I've Do you know got what I mean? Like no a, idea.
0: You'd have to hand wash I'm them. Not
1: how? Like and then she split them. Like how was there even a seam to split in a shark? Like I just and surely to go shark skin
0: would be very durable.
1: You think so? Probably once it came off the shark, not so much. So why are we making britches out
0: of it? I know, ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. a fan of her. I th- no, I think Dino no. could have done better like the- for himself.
1: Well, maybe she whinged less when she was happy. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I loved <laughs> I her know. pony though, the little roan. What was it called? Oh, I'm going to Google it. Do you do you know what the the one one I mean?
1: The, end. the one she went to the
0: yeah. Was it Hardy, the naughty horse? Yeah, the no. naughty one. Um, that's not the one I'm thinking of.
1: Was it Des... Desiree or something fucking yeah, mad like that. Yeah, something like that.
0: Do you know the one I mean? The little roan pony?
1: Yeah, Desiree or something. Yeah, something weird. Again, with the weird names. Rapide. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I have to say, Jilly Cooper is brilliant, though. You, you can't be sitting down with a bit of Jilly Cooper
0: now. Yeah, but then I read one that made me really sad. Was it Polo? Polo's they,
1: good. I like it. Was it that one with that bloody racehorse they found in the woods? Was that the one that made you sad? Because that was a bit sad.
0: No. It was the one where they were tying its head to the car and making it go backwards. Uh I don't Do you, know. Yeah, I think I think that was it. What about um did you read Saddle Club?
1: Uh I possibly read
0: the first one.
1: I read the first one. Yeah. And then I used to like incorporate them into my and my toy ponies and stuff. I had Stevie and I had Lisa and I had. How did you say her name? Was it Carol or Carol? I never knew how to say her name when I was a kid. I said Carol,
0: but I didn't like her. Yeah. I didn't like any of them yeah. actually. I thought they were all irritating. Like, we can't,
1: yeah, no, we, we, go, we can't leave out the big hitter from the Highlands,
0: Ginny and Shanti. Oh, I hated them. Yeah, me too. Did you? I couldn't get away with those yeah. at all.
1: I was jealous of her. I was jealous of her because apparently she had amazing, long, fabulous red hair. So I was a bit jealous of that. <laughs> and I always have visions of her going around in like one of those chunky knit polo neck sweaters, even in the summer.
0: That would look um, good. Like, whereas when I, uh, where, when I look like an escaped sheep.
1: Same, same, yeah. same. Um, my head then looks the same size as my shoulders, which I, <laughs> I need a break. I need a break point in the middle of my neck. Otherwise it <laughs> doesn't that right. Um, and the Arab, the Arab, and then there was it all got a bit high drama, didn't it? When they were looking for the Arab, and she pulled the hairs out from behind its ear to say it wasn't that Arab. And
0: Yeah, I literally, I didn't even. I, leave, I read about ten pages, and that was really unlike me because, like, I would read pretty much anything, you know. But I literally, I couldn't get away with her.
1: Yeah, I read quite a lot of the Ginny and Chanty books. Um, she had some weird relative who had like a shopping bag and one leg longer than the other or something. And she always wanted to ride the Arab. Did I imagine this? Uh, Maybe I imagine. I don't think I did, but I I can't remember what her name was. But she wanted to ride the Arab and Ginny was always like, no, no, no. And trying to fob her off with whatever Highland pony they had. And then one day this this girl somehow magically got up on the Arab and I don't remember what happened after that. But um, I remember Ginny started show jumping it. And then I remember there was something with ospreys or some fucking thing or another. Someone was raiding osprey eggs out of a nest and then Ginny and Shanty came to the rescue. I just... It's all a bit of a blur. Like, it's they very old. Um, but I didn't like them, I have to say. I didn't like... I didn't, didn't like the Ginny and Shanty books.
0: No. Actually, I'll tell you what else I read. They were... There was a girl who had, like, a show jumper, I think called Shelter. Did you read them? Mm, don't think so. And I remember... She worked on, like, dealing yards and stuff. And one of the ponies was called Pink Froth. And I really liked that. Mm. I think I need a pony (laughs) called Pink Froth in my life. No, Pink Froth gets you an FEI ban now, don't forget.
1: That's true. So it probably wouldn't be the best name. (laughs) Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: No, I... the, The book's... I love reading. I still love reading. And yeah, this, me too. Uh, Lucinda Green, all of her book, all of her books are really good. But Four Squares is absolutely stand out for me. Uh, like it's genuinely the best book I've ever read. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, and after that, then yeah, as I said at the start, I just basically blame Jill and Black Boy for everything.
0: Yeah, I think they they were like the classic winner that they? every little girl read.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you read you still get them? I don't know if I read it. I possibly read it. I do. I think I, I think I may have seen it.
0: Oh, I've not seen it. I read it, though. I like them.
1: I think you recall
0: seeing it, yeah. Cobbler's Dream. Yeah. And that boy who worked there. We're not very good, are we, remembering them? <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is
1: like the most rambly episode ever.
0: With us going, do you
1: remember, <laughs> do you remember your I man? Don't. No, we know you're one with the, the leg longer <laughs> than the other or the shopping <laughs> bag. Remember your one.
0: No, and all the listeners are like, "What the fuck are they talking?" About? Yeah, they're probably going, "For fuck's sake, it was this." Like I do that if I'm listening to a podcast, and you know they're like, "What? What's that thing?" And I'm like, "For the love of God, it's this," and I want to like write in and be like, and "I'm very yeah." Everyone's just gonna be doing that with us. I'm really sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. So movies. What what movies did you like?
1: The fir- the big standout from when I was a kid was the black stallion I've never seen that um yeah I found it equally equal parts torturous and incredible um as an adult retrospectively it seems unlikely that a black stallion would survive a shipwreck and so would a small child called Silas wearing a (laughs) loincloth and he would magically tame this rearing psychotic wanker of a horse And race it on the beach and then I don't know how they how did they get from the islands to the race course I don't remember that I don't remember those bits but then they were like they did really well on the race course and they didn't win some big race and the horse bolted with him and then there was all I remember in my head I've got this little tiny kid in the silks gripping onto the horse that's pissing off and he's shouting whoa the black whoa the black again I could just be imagining that I don't know but yeah that was my
0: standout as a kid Mine was International about Velvet.
1: I've only seen bits of that. I I think I turned it off when they shot the horse on the airplane. Hugo. He's trying to tell you the answer. Go to bed. To whatever the next thing we're like, what was your man's name again? Oh, the dog's like, going to be like, Rrr. woof, woof. Like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I absolutely loved International Velvet. I just desperately wanted to be a show jumper and... Yeah, I wasn't bothered about National Velvet. That didn't interest me as much.
1: I've seen it about 50 times, though, with Mickey I think
0: Rooney. And- I've only seen that once, but I saw International Velvet a good few times. That was like my kind of Jill, you know, where I thought all these magical things were going to happen for me.
1: Yeah.
0: We got some, didn't we, from the listeners? I, I don't
1: know if it's disappointing.
0: Yes, so disappointing but it's like Disney isn't it like and I think I wonder if now if they're doing horsey books if they're more realistic because you know how Disney now like they've stopped having the princess being rescued by the prince and like all that jazz and now they're all about like girl power and you know Elsa and Anna like doing it for themselves and Moana you know is like doesn't need anyone Do you think that now, like, horsey books for kids are like, you know, you got given this pony, but it booked you off every day, and then you gave up for, like, a few years because you couldn't afford a better one? No. Or, like, the day before the big show, when the man in the wheelchair had, like, got you ready and you were going to beat your rival who had all the money, your horse got an abscess? What do you reckon?
1: No, I... I no, I'd no, because then there would be no girls and ponies and there'd be nothing to sell matchy matchy to and <laughs> the 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 nursery, the nursery would be empty. There'd be no eggs in the nest. It'd be it, there'd be no future. We'd, we would be, you know, dying out and there'd be no one to take our places and that would be it. So I don't know. I don't think they can tell the truth. I think it's either tell them nothing or sell them Jill and Black Boy. There is no in between. Mm. I have to say, can I just say about films though um i do want to call out one particular horsey film as an absolute fucking abomination and i can't believe anybody ever let it go to production racing stripes get a life a zebra in the, it was the kentucky derby get a life stop it stop i've
0: not seen this
1: I, seriously goldilocks and the three bears is more believable than bloody racing stripes I don't even know how they got the zebra. I don't even know why they were trying to train it to be a race. It's a fucking zebra. It can't, like, what eats zebras? Cheetahs and tigers and things, which are like comparatively sort of about as fast as racehorses. Zebras don't outrun them, do they? They feed them. So therefore, sorry, I'm being very National Geographic about this now, but no, those are the films with the zebras beating the racehorses.
0: Yeah, the level of your upset about the zebra. is quite strong, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) what yeah, about um no,
1: my, my, my friend was like oh what watch this you'll love it and i was like i don't love it
0: why have you forced me to watch this it's totally unrealistic what about yeah, um not doing it horse whisperer
1: um i have have i seen the horse whisperer i've seen bits of it i'm one of those people i fall asleep during films so mm, I do. i don't really like films um i've seen i've seen no, but I can't sit still for that long anyway. But I have also I've seen bits of lots of films. I've read the book.
0: Yeah, um, I'm the good book with was probably books. less
1: traumatic than trying to watch it.
0: But films, yeah. I'm yeah, really bad too. at. Um, I have to like have my phone to go on my phone while I'm watching the movie. Yeah, same. Yeah. Excuse really me. Nice, um, then.
1: The two, two, um, two others. Oh, actually, I, I accidentally watched them back to back which was a terrible error. And it wasn't my fault. I mean, it was just how they came up on the telly. Uh, one Christmas, a few years ago, they had Ruffian, which is a film about an unbelievably good, like true story, about a really, really good um, filly in America who took on and beat all the colts. And then they they sort of pitched her as champion filly against whatever the champion cult of the year was. And she massively went horribly lame halfway around and... They did surgery to try and save her for the paddocks. And back in there, in, you know, in the olden days, they didn't have, you know, the advances of technology that we have now. Um, and as she came out of anesthesia, she panicked and she had a brace around her broken leg and she broke the, her good leg with her braced broken leg oh. coming out of anesthesia. And so that was so that was the first one. And then after that fucking Seabiscuit was the next film that was on. By the time I finished watching those two films, I was dehydrated. <laughs> I was dehydrated. I couldn't go on. I was emotional wreck. I wasn't right for weeks after it.
0: That's like have you? It's not horsey, but have you ever watched? Is it Marley and Me?
1: Yeah, with a dog.
0: Yeah. Oh my! I don't God. like Owen
1: Wilson though. I can't take him. No, no offense to Owen Wilson. He's a fantastic actor. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I couldn't really get into it because of him. I think if they put someone else in his role, I'd oh, have been. I more like. like.
0: Cry, I was like weeping like
1: (laughs) yeah I know it's animal ones are really difficult aren't they
0: yeah I'm really like bad for that yeah we got some um sent in didn't we from the listeners who will hopefully be a lot better than we were um (laughs) so Lottie Louises said um if wishes were horses did you watch that that was quality. Oh yes, I did. That was that. Um, I watched that from my house. Was, Wasn't it? Yeah, that
1: was quality. That. Quality telly. Yeah. Yeah. Can't remember any of it, but I remember how much I loved it.
0: I remember there was like a little pony with like a really tufty mane. Um. I can totally see the woman as well. Ali was she called? Who used to show them how to like pick out the feet and stuff. Oh, I absolutely oh, yeah, adored maybe, yeah. that. Oh, Nicola, Nicola Peck seventy-one. She said black stallions. She's like you. And then yeah, yeah. Joe State, uh, loved Jill and Ginny Books, International Velvet, Film, Follyfoot Farm on TV. I missed that. How did I miss Follyfoot Farm on TV? Yeah. Actually, it's I'll funny. tell you what, I was it's always really upset. That Stepney Bank did that um, horse show when I was like too old to watch it. And I wish that had been on when I was little. I would have loved that. Like Talking Ponies <laughs> or something. Mm. I don't know that one. It's like a riding school. that's based in like the middle of Newcastle. Um, and it was like the kids that rode there and all the adventures they had with the ponies. Oh,
1: that sounds kind of cool. I probably like
0: that now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, I totally still probably would watch off these. Charlotte 221185 loved Ginny and wonders did it increase the number of 16-year-olds opening their own riding school with six ponies rescued from the Meat man at auction. All the ponies obviously were kind sorts and never unsound. (laughs)
1: i think she could be on this is what i'm saying this is what i'm saying you can have realistic stuff for kids i bet even back then they knew it was a clusterfuck the people writing those books are like horses are terrible but if we tell people that no one will write let's make it into oh an arab yay jumping this hedge and oh a man coming out of the ether to teach this girl everything and putting a strange e on the end of a horse's name like just yeah, that's what it
0: is. Yeah. Then we've got Faith Banks. She was obsessed with international velvet, same as me. And then the Jilly Cooper. Oh, she said Jilly Cooper's Rutcher Chronicles. Have you read those? Are no. they the- Oh, we need to read those. She said they're trashy, but they're great. I'm about that. Actually, I'll tell you. Yeah, me too. Jill. Jilly's awesome. I read... I am um, Bought have you seen that Jill has got books like for her as an adult?
1: I saw somebody commented that on something a while ago there. Um i suppose I had up. I had like a skit on Jill has two ponies and they both think she's a fuckwit. And I had <laughs> put it up on my Black Leventin page. And somebody had commented on that, that there's adult I feel I can't say that there's adult books about Jill. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> There are books from Jill's perspective with horses as an adult. I don't know how to say it, but definitely not adult books with Jill. Definitely not that. Um, they're not that. Um, yeah. So I I don't know what if anybody knows what they're called or where to
0: find them, can they let us know? I've got it. That would be great. You've got it. Oh my god. But I haven't read it. So this is this is like how mental things are now. Oh, because right, what happened was I, like a dick, bought myself loads of books that I really really want to read okay like desperate to read and I wouldn't let myself read them while I was heavily pregnant because I was like I'm gonna have all this time Uh where I'm sitting in bed feeding the baby and like what will I do so I need all these books well now I've got the fucking pile of books and because Seb has got a silent reflux I've used them to prop the crib up so yeah. yeah we did that too basically i used all my um i'm never gonna know what happens to jail my, my child
1: no you have to swap it out i used all the baby <laughs> books you know the ones that you get before you have the baby yeah i use those to prop up the crib out of irony and irritation. <laughs> um yeah
0: yeah well mine's yeah, kind we, of the same mine's we, like a sad pile of books that i would love to read but will never ever actually get round to reading them so they may as well be useful and prop up the crib
1: reflux reflux is an awful bitch now i have to say um but i won't get into my war stories tell me what it's called then what is it called the book i can't remember she's like i can't remember now you'll have to go Um, over to the crib and look under (laughs) the slabs and send me the name of the books
0: i will do that it's like no i can't remember um <laughs> That's going to annoy me. It's not me an now. adult book, though. Well, I mean, I'm hoping not. God knows. Yeah, she's going to get up too. We've the, got Chili Cooper for that.
1: We've got you. Yeah, we've we've got Julie Cooper for that though, and she's the OG of that, that stuff. So I don't think she should be knocked off her perch.
0: No. To be honest, you would struggle to convince me of anybody being more unkick out of bedable than Dino. Um. Yeah.
1: yeah. I must try. I'll try and find the DVD and send it to you if I can find it.
0: Oh my goodness! But then sometimes, are you like this? If you read the book and then the person in the movie isn't what you want them to be, it really fucks you off.
1: um I've, I think this is kind of the exception. To, normally, yes, but I think this might be the exception to the rule. And I think she's just got the blend of absolute trap that the DVD didn't make me go. Well, that's not what it was like in the book, uh, hmm. where it normally would. So I, I think she's she's. Like I said, Ginny she's the OG. She got it right. She got it right.
0: Okay, that, I can trust that then. Okay, um, we also got um, Carolyn A. Kester said Sea Biscuit, Black Beauty. I couldn't do Black Beauty. It was too sad.
1: I can't deal with the ginger
0: thing. It still can't deal with uh, it. No. I tell you what else. Even no. Animal Farm. I couldn't even do that. Have you read that? Where right in school, yeah, yeah, the horse he must work harder, and then they sent him to the glue factory, I think yeah, I mean, you know every horse has a... Every... now we we're, we're hashed, this is like therapy because I'm actually feeling like this is why my horses are so spoiled,
1: mm, Ginger. and yeah, the glue factory search, yeah, maybe, um yeah. It's a strange book. Um, well, I mean, I suppose, you know, if you read it for what it's meant to be, it's, it's actually a remarkably clever book. But it's, um, you know, if you read it literally, then it was a bit shit for the horse. I know. <laughs> Animal Farm by George Orwell, a bit shit for the horse. <laughs> review by Krista.
0: <laughs> that was basically like, you know, we were supposed to learn so many messages, and I was like just traumatized. For, for Boxer, the horse. Like, that for me then, just any, Boxer, any lessons it, yeah. lost because I was too traumatised. Um, yeah. Oh, she also mentions the Pullen Thompson books. You have to read those. They're, they are really good. Yeah. Oh, and this boy called Christopher in it, he's got a horse called Fireworks. I like that. That would suit Pancake. No, that, I've... No, I've had enough of my life with fucking
1: equine fireworks. I don't need any more. <laughs> that would just give me more. That would just drag it all back up. Everything I've been repressing all these years, it would drag it all back up and I'd be
0: they're had and shaking weird names. <laughs> there was one called um Sonnet. Okay. And oh, there was like a a golden golden glory or something. Um what were they on though?
1: What were they on, really? I mean, it must have been good. Do you know what I mean? Coming up with names like fireworks and all those mad plot, mad story twists, plots and stuff. Yeah. Maybe they just. Maybe life was just simpler, and they could. They weren't so bogged down by you know, everything, so they were able to be a bit more sort of liberal with the old thinking. I don't mm. know. I don't know. It's just not a normal thing, is it? Oh, what we call this
0: horse? Oh, fireworks. Mind I called my horse Blue go with
1: like it was kind of cute though. and also he's foreign, so it's totally acceptable. <laughs> At least he hasn't got a Van Het Klinkenhof in his name.
0: Just, I that's, know. That's, that's, that's alright. Could not pay me. How to do they pronounce Be a it, show though, jumping then? commentator, like you just fucking couldn't pay me enough money. <laughs> I mean, I reckon they must <laughs> just have way. a look and just go, just wing it. Like we haven't got a bloody clue. You
1: put a Van Het, yeah, put a Van Het in the middle of it. And then I think that when they're naming those horses uh, uh, as babies, they just keep randomly adding letters.
0: Yeah.
1: From the alphabet, just oh, it's like countdown. I'll have a B, please, Bob. Or, oh, that was <laughs> blockbusters. Consonant, yeah. vowel, vowel, consonant, <laughs> consonant.
0: What is consonant. that consonant, now? consonant? Can't pronounce consonant. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't pronounce that. Perfect, brilliant. That'll do. Perfect. Send that off to the to the society, get that named, good
0: job That's how I jumped one for a while called um, Alana van der Neuertheuvel and you could literally like oh, nice. hear the like when you went in the ring Katie Summers riding, <laughs> Alana van der Neuertheuvel <laughs> it was like, usually what you got
1: <laughs>
0: um, yeah, literally couldn't pay me enough but I've discussed, haven't I, already um, about that Bougie's called Nini. So that's going to be having to be changed because we're not having Katie Sands riding her own Nini. Um, I don't know. I quite like, you know, like the one word, like volcano. Um... Fireworks, there you go. Oh,
1: my fireworks. God,
0: yeah. No, that that might be yeah. bad bad vibes i don't end up with another pancake um Um, mm. yeah i quite like one word explosion
1: that's what's wrong with you you've got carried away you look in the bed and you're like oh fancy me a bit of explosion there you go i I would definitely
0: fancy explosion 100 percent. yeah absolutely what about you what sort of names do you like for horses I love, I love your Irish name. That's um, the best.
1: I like dragging a toe along the line of what's acceptable, which sort of sums me up as a human being quite nicely. Um, I yeah, Molly is called Sherlock. Yeah, that's
0: just, just the best,
1: and it's so it's it's so her. She's just so like, oh okay, Sherlock, sure, grand, whatever. <laughs> um, bear bear is called K- uh bread ever her, her name's is metaphor and bear kind of should be my metaphor for life if you either kill it or jump it <laughs> um so i quite like yeah i, I quite like so if i had a horse there was a thing on our only irish listeners or know there's a thing called um podge and raj a scare at bedtime uh that we used to have and it's it sounds insane when i tell it's real i'm not making it up i'm not these two basically they're like puppets and they're called Podge and Raj and they're wildly inappropriate and they're on after the nine o'clock news because they're quite naughty. But their show was called Scare at Bedtime. And I had this horse at one stage. He was quite well. He was ended up being a terrible headshaker, poor old thing. But he actually was a really cool horse um, before it all went wrong. True we of so many. Um, and he was called Roger. So I called him A Scare at Bedtime. And I used to love going to shows with him because they'd be like, now in the room we have Crystal and a Scare at Bedtime, and everybody started laughing um i love so a yeah, like good show it. name i i had one one pony i bought from a very exciting area of the country shall we say and he he crossed the border at, uh, when he was sold to a differently exciting part of the country uh, at which point i had called him uh, i called him border fox um so for, <laughs> for anybody who's down with their uh Northern Irish history. The fact that he was sold into the north was probably I should have maybe thought that through a little bit better. But he kept his name and uh, thankfully he was a really good pony. But yes, yeah, so I quite like quite I was sure looking for gangster names then for Molly and Rita due to the aforementioned but never spoken about insane backstory for those two horses. Oh
0: you promised to ring me about this.
1: I did, I will do, I will, and I I will. Yeah, so um I I um I was looking for like Similar, like questionable Edgy, uh, people yeah. of questionable, famous people of questionable morals and ethics to name my horses after. But in the end, I went for yes, yeah, just Molly, is sure looking Rita. I wanted to call Rita Harley Quinn because she's got the mad yeah. red hair, and I just thought she was a bit super villain. Um, but they didn't take that selection, they ended up calling her Tickle Pink. and I'm a bit oh, disappointed because
0: she's I love she's Tickled bit, Pink,
1: yeah. That's I was a bit disappointed because I quite cute. liked, as I said, I liked the. the the Marvels Agent of Shield super villain thing, but I asked Charlie. I was like, "Listen, I really wanted to call her Harley Quinn, but they've called her this So I want put in and change her name to Harley Quinn." And he's like, "Well, what is her name?" I was like, "Tickled Pink." And he's like, "No, we are calling her Tickled Pink." I so, absolutely love Tickled
0: Pink. That's a really good name.
1: Yeah, yeah. she's a bit tickled. In fairness to her. <laughs> so yeah, that was a yeah.
0: I love naming long, them. random. You never really get t- yeah. T- me too. Yeah. My
1: really, really, like my, my two horses, the two, like, I, I always hate the horse of a lifetime phrase, yeah. because I think throughout your lifetime, you'll have, you'll have definitely more than one. You'll have horses that bring so much, whether that's yeah. success or whether that's knowledge or, you know, whatever the horses that give so much to you. Yeah. And my, like my top two were two homebreds that we had. And the first horse was called All or Nothing. And he was so that horse and the second horse was called nothing nothing concluded and again he was just so that horse um so i love those two names
0: i had um a really really vicious gray who was absolutely like my heart horse i adored him um what was he called yeah he was called gin in the stable because they said you should have a shot before you went near him and his registered name was acquired taste and that's I'm, class name, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love names like that. And it really, really suited yeah. him. But like most of the yeah, jumping yeah, horses, their names are like kind of just boring. Like I have a really good name if I have a Canaan horse. And part of me thinks I might try, I might use that for bougie because he's by Jardinet, which is Canaan. Like his his grandsire. So I'm like, maybe use that name or i was trying to think should i try and put something jardonnay in it i don't really know i just keep thinking of chardonnay
1: yeah exactly no it's hard isn't it like i don't know it is it is yeah and like i never know like you can go off you can go off into the bloody wilderness so easily naming horses you know you can get all a bit romantic and a bit nostalgic and that's crap. Like, you want a name that you can hang your hat on for a horse. Mm-hmm. You want something clever, something a bit edgy, something, you know, something substantial that comes yeah. into the ring before the horse does. You don't want something floral, you know. You just don't. I don't think you should have frilly names. I don't think so.
0: Yeah. I really like one, one word. Or like, I think it was Carla might have said, why don't you just call him the fringe? But then... Well, I mean... I'm, he's, I'm gonna he's have basically a celeb anyway so Katie Summers riding her own the fringe it's when they say her riding her own that sometimes that can throw up I don't know a bit of a question with certain names like riding her own Nini
1: when I worked for Paul he was going out with a girl called Siobhan who he's now married to and like you know if you had a heap of young horses on the lorry like the, the lads don't do each other's like if one, one person was going to the tent they do the entries for everybody's Say, and I remember Paul went into the ring one day on one, on one of the young horses and the lads the other lads had done the, the temporary ticket for the horse mm-hmm. and he was going out with Siobhan at this time and he came into the ring and it was like and here we have Paul O'Shea riding Siobhan and oh like schoolboy hilarity and Paul came out the ring and he was like you absolute fuckers because she was there as well so they were like he was like, oh, I didn't do that. Oh, I didn't do that. And she's, oh, uh, anyway, she stuck it out. They're married now, which is great. But yeah, focus. <laughs> they used to do that to each other all the time. So I think you do have to be careful.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um. All right. That, I think that leads us on, should we do Wanker of the Week now?
1: Yes, you'll have to go first. I have to think of something better than my cat or, you know, whatever. <laughs> from Honestly,
0: this episode, I could have, like, any number. Right now, I am fucking things up. Same
1: here. None of
0: them are. Willy nilly. Uh, I'm
1: not fu- uh, Things, are, Yeah, things are happening to me, like, on grand scale. Just thankfully none of them are horsey, and I don't want to jinx that. But this
0: I've got a lots horsey. of rankings
1: weeks, so I just can't say that I'm here.
0: Yeah, this isn't horsey, but, like, it just... When I did it, I was like, Ben, yeah, that'll be great for the podcast. So we decided that we needed to try and do more things as a family because Ben's very supportive, but I think questions why Uh, he has to work all week um, with horses and then give up his weekend to, to my horses. You know, so we would quite like to do occasionally some things as a family. So we decided we would go for a walk with the boys and I brought the changing bag but Seb was asleep so I didn't take it on the walk with me and j- just left it in the car. Um, anyway halfway on the walk obviously Seb woke up. I was like I knew that he was just gonna want fed so I was like okay we'll try try and find a tree stump or something that I can sit on to feed him. It was baking hot day and um, found this tree stump which somebody had cut honest to god the angle was like this you can't see that you're i forget sometimes that we're on a podcast <laughs> what angle is that really cute. steep, <laughs> cute <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a cute angle um because that's like 45 anyway never mind angle it really sp- spiky basically uncomfortable not a seat not a seat yes so I was sitting on that and then it was really sunny so I was like oh so I had this enormous muslin um and I was trying to get it like so I could hold it you know to stop him getting sunburned but I just couldn't so I was like right okay what am I gonna do so Ben just said here and shoved it over my head so bit like made like a tent for us both to be in which was like well and good. Um, And then Henry decided that he would like quite like to go and see the ducks further up. So they left me sitting on the tree stump in a muslin. Mm. And then as I'm feeding Seb, I started to hear like, Oh no. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh my God, my dress is now starting to feel quite wet so i heard footsteps so i like shouted i'm covered in poo and stuck my head out the muslin and it wasn't Ben. so this poor lady had just been walking her dog along the track and come across a girl oh my god like just swaddled in a black muslin then proceeded to like holler at her that she was covered in poo. Literally the woman like didn't even smile at me. She just like looked and then put her head down. Did she run? Yeah, she like scampered ushering her dog along. Like, come on nothing to see here. Come on, Fido for the love of God, hurry up! Oh, you poor thing.
1: I thought that's horrible for you though. Oh
0: my God. Like that I was mortified. Like, oh you poor thing though.
1: I'm sorry I hate these horror stories parenting horror stories I can't ever laugh at them ever because my good Christ did I live there and I can't I still do but just differently now I can't ever laugh at them all I can feel is intense sympathy for you and I hope when the other two came back that you took out your ire on them shouted <laughs> things at them that weren't very friendly like where did you go why did yeah. you know did leave you there I've
0: seen the ducks I mean and then Henry was like do you want to come have and see them and I was like, well, No, I don't. I'm covered in shit. I've got my nipple out. I think I'm probably good, to be fair. Like, I'm I'm good to go home about now.
1: I've I've got enough going on here, thanks, Henry. <laughs> Sound of you to ask, but I'm
0: fine. <laughs> this, see, this is why I don't do family things. This type of shit doesn't happen when I'm on a horse. So no.
1: No. For any potential parents out there. Not trying to put you off. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not, but I'm not going to Jill and Blackboy it for you. All right. (laughs) Deciding you want to do more things as a family never, ever, and I just want to stress this again, ever works out like mom's telling you it will. All right. I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to, there will be no Martin (laughs) arriving out of the ether to help you. There won't. You will be abandoned on a tree stump. your nipple
0: out your cloth on your head your nipple out and shit on your dress that's that's
1: just how it's gonna go so think and obviously
0: i brought a change of clothes for the child hadn't thought about bringing one for myself so that's a lesson learned as well
1: yeah i mean yeah i don't i just you poor thing i just (laughs) i feel intense sympathy for you i really
0: do actually as well I could have even used my friend. I don't really know who would be the wanker here, though. So I'll just do a really quick one because I've waffled on already. She um, went to get on her horse. The horse spooked. She fell off. Her husband tried to hold on to the horse, tripped over a tree stump and has broken his leg in three places.
1: That's, those are those moments when you just stand there and you're looking at it and you're like, I've got nothing to say about this, are they?
0: So the next day when she obviously was really fucking sore because she'd fallen off and she was like, you know, limping around looking after him and like with a sore neck and sore legs and <laughs> stuff. And he was like, but I'm much sorer, aren't I? <laughs> it's like, you can't even oh fucking fall off. You can't even have that. No, you can't have anything. You literally cannot have
1: anything i i had a week, like i'm not getting to here. the weekend i've just had i don't know how i'm not i don't know how i'm here and functional i don't know if i even am here and functional I'm not sure um yeah so i could just i'm just saying you know it's a nice idea the family family <laughs> days out nice idea <laughs> okay we'll just leave it there
0: yeah. best left as an idea though yeah yeah definitely <laughs> So, what's your wanker of the week that you that you can that you can do? I feel like there's been a lot gone on this weekend that maybe you can't do wanker of the week. I
1: I I don't know if I can. I I don't know if I can even. Um, I don't know if I can recover from the weekend. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm ever going to get past it. Oh um, oh, what am I going to do for wanker of the week? I see it's difficult to pick. I, all I can say is that the horses have been pretty good. So I can't, I don't have any real horsey wanker of the weeks, but everything else has just been, you know, my my family and my home life has just been a downhill toboggan of wankerness.
0: Um, um Do you want me to do the listeners first? Oh, maybe I will. Okay. All right. So we got sent in um, a wanker of the week from... Michelle Florence 27 on Instagram. And she said, so I was happily topping the field yesterday in my 44-year-old Zeta tractor that has no doors or back window, So you can't hear a damn thing. My phone must have slipped in between the seat cushion in brackets, bit of foam and the back bit. Anyway, I'm happily trundling along in the old bone shaker when my sister appears at the drive. I hop out and turn the tractor off. Don't ask. And she's like all flustered and had a work colleague with her as she works around the corner and said, Oh my god, are you all right? I said, Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. What's up? And she said, For fuck's sake, Michelle, you've been sending me, mum, and dad, SOS emergency messages with your location. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh shit. I returned to grab the phone to see 12 missed calls from them. Whoops. Phone must have been squashed and miraculously pressed the buttons, but I didn't know how to cancel it. I was not popular, to say the least. And my sister turned around and said, well, <laughs> you'd better not fall off later because I'll be ignoring your call.
1: Yeah, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Imagine though, like 12 SOS. Like after the first one, you'd be like, oh God. But like by the 11th one, you'd be like, I'm fucking coming. Jesus
0: (laughs) Christ. Give me a minute. How fucking bad is your SOS? Like, you can't be that bad. You keep SOSing me. Fucking be patient. Yeah. If you can keep if you can keep pressing the button, you can't be that much wrong with you. They'll arrive with like SWAT team, fire engine, helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> this helicopter. is a full scale SOS. We need backup. Get there. And she's merrily oh trundling God. up and down in the tractor. <laughs> I love that one. Oh my God. Absolutely something I would do. And Ben would be past himself. And I'd be like, Merrily, you know.
1: Driving along. I'm fine.
0: What's happening? <laughs> Why are you all so excited? Well, I'm fine. Obviously, you need to rush here. You've left work. That's not my fault.
1: I'd be like, did you bring me a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I've been stuck on this tractor for hours. <laughs> you can't press the SOS button to get a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you
0: know. Yeah, I'd be like, actually, where is this button? Because when I'm thirsty or like feeling a little bit, you know, weary and want a little bit of a hand, I could just press this button.
1: Yeah yeah but they are right She like yeah she like they're right though like after a while they'd be like no i'm not coming i'm not bringing you a sandwich but you'd be actually like bent into an egypt after coming off a horse and then you press it and press it and they'd be like no no we've been here before we know that this is just it's a hoax this is a hoax this yeah i mean
0: it could go horribly wrong the
1: other way couldn't it
0: 100 percent. they'd be like you'd be pressing it like 20 times no not coming She'll be in that tractor again she's lying there with like a broken <laughs> ankle. Oh, she's going to learn her lesson this time. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it is an SOS, you can't keep pandering to it. It won't do her any good if we're not firm no. now. <laughs> She'll end up spoiled. Yeah. yeah.
1: She'll end up spoiled, definitely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You can just see the sister because that's like a sister thing, isn't it? She'll want an egg mayonnaise sandwich again. I'm not, I'm not going. <laughs> And the mum will be like, oh, just, do, do you yeah. think we should check just in case? No, I'm not going. I've checked oh. before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I have a reasonably wholesome one. Okay. So uh, mine actually happened today. Uh, well, that's the one I can say on air happened today. <laughs> the rest of them, not so much. Because of the rest of the crap that happened over the weekend, uh, let's just say that I'm not in the best of humor with my very lovely husband that he thoroughly deserves we're just going to leave it there but today anyway he's desperate to make amends for his phenomenal misdemeanor
0: but that's a good place to be uh,
1: mm, he's desperate to make amends because you know he's a very good person he's just you know he's a good person so he's trying to like make it up to me so um I was putting Ping out in the field this morning, and we have this really like convoluted system of like a companion pony for each of the older horses because if you put them together, it's like forces of nature that cancel each other out. So they have to go on opposite sides of the farm with a very quiet pony. It's just stupid. I can't even. I hate describing it to people because they're like, "You've got companion ponies for each of your horses." That doesn't sound arranged at all. That is absolutely anyway, what we do. So here. I was taking, yeah, I'm telling you, anything for quiet life. Yeah. So 100%. I was taking Ping out of the field yeah taking me out of the field and i was collecting ping's companion who is a 13 2 ish very heavy set sort of tricolored cob who is beautiful she's beautiful she's pigeon-toed she's no matter what you do obese she's obese all the time to the extent that when i first got her i thought she was in full. for the first three months i was like i'm gonna have to scan this it's in full. it's not in full, it's just it's just large yeah, and her, she goes by the name of Brownie. Brownie's very sweet. She's very sweet. So I had to collect Brownie, and I needed to take water to Ping's paddock. So I have Ping on one side, Brownie on the other, of the wheelbarrow and a big job of water in the wheelbarrow. And we're going to the field. Anyway, helpful husband um, decides to leap to my rescue and takes the wheelbarrow and takes the water canister out because he doesn't need a wheelbarrow because he's a man's man. And he's going to carry the water canister down to the field and empty it out for me. So I'm like, right, fine. And again, just not in the best of form with him at the moment. Um, And so, like, he's in a bit of a rush, too, because we're we're busy at silage at the minute. So he's being helpful, but he's being helpful quickly, which is okay. except the ping is extremely sensitive to everything. And so he came bustling, bustling. I think bustling is the word I'm going to use up behind ping who completely shit the bed and was like, why is there a man chasing that man? Why is he chasing me? And was like cantering on the spot and leaping and plunging. Brownie is very civilized, but Brownie has no clue what's going on. And Ping is freaking out. So Brownie naturally goes, doesn't matter what's happening. I'm going to freak out. Except the Brownie is sort of like, she has sort of like the dimensions of a car. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, Like when that takes off, there's not a lot you can do about it. So I had Ping, into the paddock and turned around and was trying to take the head collar off her. I have Brownie behind me and I'm holding the electric fence wire in my left hand. Ping, absolutely at this point, has completely had enough of this, you know, slightly balding, bustling Midlands Irish farmer man chasing her with water canister for no reason she can see. So she takes off and I'm like, off you go. I can't hold that. So I let her go. And Brownie then decides, fuck that, she's going to go with Ping. And she then runs into the electric fence it's in my left hand. so I let it go because there is absolutely no way in hell you ever want to be between a horse and some wire ever. but I still have hold of Brownie. so I let go of the electric fence. Brownie then gets the electric fence. luckily the, this part of the electric fence was not on. The electric fence gets wrapped around her tail oh sorry around, yeah wrapped around her legs and it, it, as in, in a move I haven't seen before in her tail. it got hung in her tail as well. So she's kicking and flailing and galloping in a circle and the electric fence comes off her legs but now it's like a streamer in her tail behind her. And I I do not have time to deal with this this morning. At all, and I wouldn't have had to if, if, if remorseful man wasn't trying to become helpful man. <laughs> so I eventually managed to placate the cob and remove the fucking tail extension, put the cob in its paddock and he then is like, oh, go and do, X," and I'm like, stand there, just stand in the gap, don't let the horse out, I'll be back in a minute, so I go back up to the yard, and I get, you know, tape, and scissors, and shite, fix the disaster, and then he's trying to help me, but I'm, I'm now so fucking annoyed, the whole weekend has now come to a head, like a giant boil, and I'm like, if you don't go away, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind, I can't Again, my husband's a lovely man, all right? And I know I sound like an absolute bitch. If you understood, if you knew the full story, you'd be like, oh God, yes, but you don't. So I'm not, t- I'm not telling you. Just trust me on this. And I'm like, you need to go away. Just go away, just go away. Okay, go, go. No, I'll help you. No, go. <laughs> and the part of the fence that I was trying to repair, like we need to do some topping. There were some nettles and things around it because it's up against the wall. I got stung into a fucking Egypt with nettles. <laughs> briars, brambles and thorns and it was I just added to it in the end and I was just I was happier in a way though being stung by the brambles and the nettles than than looking at remorseful man trying to be helpful man so I sent him off and off he went back to his grass where he was happy for the afternoon and I fixed the fence and I did some deep cleansing breaths so my husband wins
0: this week wanker of the week for a multitude of reasons (laughs) Yeah, but still, not, that's it's not, not been, It's not been his best. He's not been on his best form this week, has he? No, but his his that anyway. Nothing. I
1: think. I, I think that that's one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. Panic dialing twelve times. I yeah. think that's just amazing. I don't think anything could top that. I think that could. I think. I think that's uh, unquestionably a uh, a runaway, maybe a lifetime winner. Yeah, maybe a lifetime winner. Although I, I, I love yours, but. I also feel deep sympathy for you oh,
0: God because no. I am a
1: parent also. So it's, I don't know. I just.
0: Like, I, I think breast, I'm tired. Like bless Ben, when you're talking about your husband today in the car, Ben kept trying to ask me questions, you know, like just make conversation like a nice normal human would do. But like when I'm quite tired yeah. unlike like I've got a lot on, I just don't really like to speak. Like I so, find it just too much. So, like, bless him, he's, like, trying to chat. And I just, like, looked at him. I said, would it be okay, like, for you just not to speak to me at all? And he was, like, are you angry? And I was, like, "Like, no, I just don't really no. have any desire to converse. Like, so could we just not? And he was, like, oh, yeah. okay. You could literally see thinking, why have I married this bitch? <laughs> like, what a dick. But, yeah, so, yeah, oh, I'm so, yeah. so tired. And then, like, breastfeeding, like, I it's just too much like I keep not hooking the things up and then like I rode Manny the other day and I was like this is mighty uncomfortable and then I realized I'd basically been riding with no bra
1: no that is quite uncomfortable Mm. yeah I'm like
0: I'm gonna be able to tie a bow in them after this
1: this. I'm telling you these are things no one tells you (laughs) again as I said this is they don't tell you this stuff because if they did no one would have children no no one would ever get married either. They wouldn't. No. They just wouldn't. We'd, this is it. So yeah. The only way the only way to the only way to sort of lure you in is to not tell you the truth or to fill your head full of all kinds of romantic shite. Like the pony wheelchair.
0: Books. Man it's, and
1: yeah, wheelchair man. Woolen rug. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow, you Whereas really you, the woolen rug you, thing um, for you
0: is is fairly significant. Yeah. Do you have woolen rugs?
1: It is, and you're not really... F- right, so I have at woolen rug. I would like all woolen rugs, but I can't justify them. So expensive,
0: yeah. I,
1: I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. So what I did instead was, I am desperate for those, you know those Whitney rugs that showed up to use and they fold them down all night, yeah. I'm desperate for those. But they are, like, what the hell? How are they? It's just wool. I know. I mean, it's dyed in nice stripes. It's just fucking wool, like. But anyway, I, I found myself a very cheap. When I say cheap, I took like hundred quid's worth of wool from another company. Um. So I got my knockoff woolly blanket, and I was delighted with myself till it arrived. And the wool is—it's beautiful, and it's a wonderful quality. color, uh, wonderful quality, and it's a lovely navy. It's not stripy, which is you know. But it was cheaper, so I could afford it. So I got it. But when it arrived. Unlike those nice Whitney blankets that don't smell of anything, this thing smelled like the sheep it had come off. Ah. And it still does. All this time later, still smells like the sheep that came
0: off. What so. about Febreze? Have you Febrezed it?
1: I, ha- I, th- I haven't Febrezed it, and I'm I'm half afraid to because I know if I Febreze it, the horses will be like, we're allergic to Febreze, or we failed a drug test. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine them in the, in the lab, but they're like, what the hell is this? It's definitely not all right oh yeah no it's Febreze is that on the prohibited list (laughs)
0: I've got a really funny Febreze story but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it when we do we're gonna do a Farrier episode like either next time or the time after I think and I'm it's a it's for the Farrier episode but yeah so that will always forever remind me of Febreze
1: yeah so yeah I've got my stinky sheep rug so I, I don't I don't know. I live, I live for the day where I win the lottery and I can kit everything out in wool. And again, as I said, that came from Jill. Certainly it did.
0: Mm. Poxy yeah. Jill. She's got a lot to answer for. Tell you, ruined it all for me. Ruined it all. She was at least doing it on a shoestring, though. I mean, granted, she got more opportunities than I'm trying to think of a phrase. But was it a realistic shoestring?
1: Was it even a realistic shoestring, though? Do you know what I mean?
0: She had a lot of crumpets as well, didn't she? Jammy mare. They all liked to. <laughs> I had a pony called Crumpet once. <gasps> I had a sheep called Crumpet. I love the name Crumpet. I actually wish that I'd called Ohio Crumble. Crumble.
1: He is a bit crumbly coloured, isn't he? Yeah. He his I... I-,
0: I- I can't get on board with his name. It doesn't want to stick in my head. I think I've talked about this before. So I can never remember what to call him. Um, and I think if I'd called him Crumble, I would have remembered it.
1: Or yeah, he would have sued Crumpet
0: or Muffin. Crumpet, yeah. A lot of baked goods. No. He <laughs> oh, clearly <I>, has.
1: <laughs> You're all right there. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> you um, can tell. I'm not,
0: I haven't I... had anything for my tea.
1: <laughs> the um, crumpet, crumpet, the pony was a single s- s- crumpety about it. It was not the sort of civil, sweet, easy thing you might associate with an crumpet. But um, I had, I did have a muffin briefly. Um, muffin was we have a, a, I don't even know what we call it. Is it? I don't. Is it a native breed? Is it? I don't know. We have black and white hairy cobs in Ireland, which. of like horse cattle yeah they do phenomenal trade to various parts of but they're hugely in demand in like South America in Asia don't really know why but I used to work for um a really incredible guy and I'm still great friends with his kids um who are all adults kind of called kids anymore children um and he used to uh use his black and white mares as foster mares for the thoroughbred studs so because they have a lot of milk and they're quite you know they're easy to well mostly easy to handle and they you know so they would use them for foster mares um and then occasionally they'd sell they'd sell some of the foals um off the foster mares then we'd like when they were ready to be sold and i bought one um and it was a black black one with a white face and white legs and like masses of feather even as a foal and like called it muffin and we had to give it back to them because muffin used to she just used to walk into fencing even as a young tiny thing used to walk into fencing and just break it down and just fuck off and go wherever it wanted it was like one of those mountainy sheep really? it won't ever stay where you put
0: it ever yeah muffin was just update on the sheep oh god
1: the lamb?
0: It? it's tempting so you know i told you that we put it in with the goat because yeah, it's a shame to spoil two houses basically. Um, the goat even that couldn't fucking cope with Argalam, and was just chasing around, headbutting it. Oh, so
1: that's a bit sad for poor Argalam.
0: We put Argalam in the proper sheep field where it's supposed to live with its mother and everyone, and it started. We've patched the fence like as much as we could and then it found a way to get out but then it couldn't find the way to get back in but anyway it seems to have stopped escaping for now but yeah that's the, the latest with our galam is that even the fucking goat couldn't cope with it
1: yeah sheep are, yeah i i the best pet i ever had was a sheep best pet ever she was just amazing but they're persistent animals Mm-hmm. They really are. They are. They are very persistent now. Yeah. Poor old goat though. But I don't know yeah. who I feel sorry for there. The goat being inflicted with agalam, <laughs> or agalam having the snot bed out of him. I, I don't know who I feel more sorry for there. It was a bit like it's a bit like robot wars, isn't it? Zombie animals.
0: I think they were all losers in that situation. I mean, not as big as us because we've Probably. got the two of them. But
1: yeah, I was about to say not it's not as, exactly. They're not under as much pressure as you are, I suppose. I feel like we've covered a
0: multitude of topics today. (laughs) Yeah. Not, Not a typical, that was the thing, isn't it? Not a typical horsey podcast. And I feel like that has never been truer of an episode than of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Send us in if you think of any more. Or if you think of things that we've forgotten, like the names of, well, most things, to be fair. yeah. The, the thing that I need to know the name of the
1: book that you've got under the crypts. So I need that. But I also need to know um, the name of that bloody book with the Charlotte and delight and the Julian and Frosty and the Turk. I need to know. I have to know the name of that book. Someone has to know the name of that.
0: Actually really randomly. But I remember the name of the horse in the book that was like the Olympic horse. And it ended up at the hunt stable. That was called the comet. And I like that name.
1: The what? The what? It's called the what?
0: comet. Oh, comet. Yeah. Yeah, I rode a horse once called Comet for a lady. Yeah, but I think it was the Comet, like the Fringe. It could have been more specific. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, the Fringe is fair enough, but like with the Comet, I feel like as a space enthusiast, they could have been more particular. Given mm. it like a some letters or numbers or an actual name. Mm. But anyway, yeah, the Comet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna let you go because we're very we're very vague tonight. I think it's been quite a trying week for <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah yeah seriously i don't know if i'm gonna get over it okay so we will talk to you next time probably about something more horsey normal horsey as opposed to like all over the (laughs) shop (laughs) so thank you so much for listening (laughs) talk to you soon bye